KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. And thank you for that lovely intro, Sean Denovan. Welcome everybody to The Extraordinary Talk Show on another happy Wednesday. It's your hump day afternoon. Looking forward to the weekend. If you have a five-day work week, which I do not, and many people don't. And if you don't like your five-day work week, you don't have to stay there. I didn't. Today, I have for you guys the number one hack that I can give you to make your life better. What else could you ask for in an episode? Let me start with my catch. First of all, I am not trying to tell you what to think, but I am, by God, trying to get you to think for yourself. Second, please do not believe a word that I say just because I say it, and please do not do anything that I do just because I do it or because I talk about it. I recommend for you to find out what works for you. And I have, in my trips through life, found some things that work, found some things that make my life better. And not only mine, I mean, I can only tell you about me. I can see other people using these things and it working for them. But also, they would have to tell you what things they're doing and exactly how they're doing it because every single one of us is going to find our own way. Every single one of us is going to find the answers, the modalities, and the truth that we are seeking for ourselves. But only we can find that for ourselves. And that's one thing I'm talking about. And I, that is one thing that I'm so excited about. One of the greatest revelations that I've had in my life was realizing that the truth is inside myself. One of the biggest pieces of knowledge that has changed me and made my life better wasn't even realizing what the truth was, but realizing that it was inside of me. The word self even has knowledge within it. S-E is in Latin. Se means knowledge. And self has knowledge within itself. I think that's pretty cool. In fact, the word itself has knowledge within it too and I'm going to give you my favorite poem or one of the top ones that you've heard from me before by Shel Silverstein it talks about the voice inside there is a voice inside of us inside of you that whispers all day long I know that this is right for me I know that that is wrong no preacher teacher parent friend or wise man can decide What's right for you, just listen to the voice that speaks inside. Okay, that's it. Shel Silverstein got this. He was a magician. He understood. And here's what I'm telling you today is that the best way to fix your life is by yourself in your own head. And there's a lot of ways to do that. But what I mean specifically is self-evaluation. Self-improvement through self-evaluation. It's really, really hard for us to look at ourselves. It's really hard for us to be critical of ourselves. And it's really hard for us when someone else is critical of us. We struggle like crazy through these things. 
what one of my simple solutions to not being criticized is to be very aware of my own actions and behaviors and consider for myself if there are things that I need to change before somebody gets annoyed at me for doing something and has to come tell me about it. I hope that when they do get annoyed and come tell me about it, that I'm still open to that feedback because that's also really important. But here's the thing. I don't wait for someone to tell me you're making a mistake. I try to look around me and realize where I'm making mistakes. Also, if I have regular patterns, usual things, rhythms that normally work for me, and one day something is out of rhythm, that tells me that my vibration is off. And I need to do an assessment of what's going on within me and around me that's causing my vibration to be off in that particular way. It's about self-assessment. And you've heard me say before, the best study is a self-study. Because just like I said a couple of minutes ago at the beginning of my show, nobody can tell you what's right for you. Only you can know what's right for you. And other people can give you feedback and criticism all day long and all night long. And only you can know if or how much of that criticism is actually applicable and beneficial for you. Only you can know that. Everyone else can tell you what you should do. And a lot of people will try and a lot of people have. And you followed a lot of their recommendations and so did I and found out it didn't work. This result that I was told I was going to get was not the result I got. So the only way I can know for myself is by doing a self-study, figuring things out for myself. Also, guys, I have an element of pride. I do not like to admit that I'm wrong. And this goes way back to my childhood, potentially started with my siblings. I don't know. I don't like to admit that I'm wrong. And I found out one way to not have to admit that I'm wrong is to not make claims that I'm not fully confident about. I don't sign my name and my ego with my opinion. At least until I have worked through it in my head and in conversation or in other ways thoroughly enough that that has gone from an opinion to a think, to an, a hope, to a belief, to a knowing. By the time... I sign my name with an idea. I would, it is my goal, at least, that I've got it fleshed out enough that I can stand behind it. And it really saves myself a lot of embarrassment because I don't shout about things and stake claims about things that I haven't studied and that I don't understand. And I try try because none of us are perfect to be as honest with myself and with others as I can be and I try to accept feedback as it's given to me and I try to when I get information about how I might be able to change something to make my life better I want to take that information and sometimes that information comes from me noticing my vibration is off that day and sometimes that information comes from somebody's making a suggestion to me or even criticizing me. And sometimes that suggestion comes from me evaluating my own behaviors. It's like I said, I don't want to be embarrassed. So if I can evaluate my own behaviors, my own thoughts, and my own ideas, 
I can prove myself right or wrong in the quiet of my own mind before I ever have to subject myself to embarrassment. And that seems like a good way to go about that for me. Does that mean that we know everything? Maybe, maybe not. What you don't know, you have resources for. I guarantee that the knowledge you're seeking is available to you. If, if you seek within yourself and you don't immediately find the knowledge that you're seeking, there are, are external resources that can also help you. But here's the fun thing is that little voice inside you will guide you to those external resources. It's done it for me over and over. Uh, one example was one of my foster kids was really having a specific, a struggle in a specific area and it was an area I didn't know how to help him in. And I prayed. I was like, help me understand this kid. And the next time I walked by the bookshelf, I grabbed a book off the bookshelf. And when I sat down to read it, I just flipped it open to a middle page. And it was Im immediately talking about the problem that this kid was having and explained it in a way that made total sense, but that would not have occurred to me had I not picked up that book. And it was such a random thing that I would ask for help and then I would randomly pick up this book that had been on my bookshelf for who knows how long and then open it up to that page and see the paragraph that gave me the answers to help this kid. Because it's not random. I, I used to believe that that was a coincidence. I know better now. Those things are not coincidences. That kid needed help and I asked for help and there's a law of help in the universe that when you ask for help, you get it. And I did. And I found that book and I was able to help that kid in a way that he needed. And I was able to understand him in a way that he needed. And one of the ways that I was able to do that was by resourcing the information that I got. This is so important to me, to be able to question yourself, to question not only yourself, but anything. Because if you have an idea, a belief, a practice, and it doesn't stand up to questions, it doesn't stand up, does it? I believe in questioning my own actions. I believe in questioning my own thoughts. And I believe in questioning my own beliefs. I grew up in an environment full of good people, full of good people who were very, very loving and loved each other. But it was a general teaching that what we believed in was right and we were so sure it was right that we didn't ask questions and we didn't look outside of it. And you know what? We were so sure it was right that we took pride in never questioning it. And then if there were other sources of information, those were uh, restricted or shamed or ridiculed so that if we even were interested in achieving finding information from those sources that we would feel shameful for even looking there. Guys, that's not a healthy environment. An environment that tells you not to ask questions, an environment that tells you not to question yourself, an environment that tells you you're not allowed to question your leaders, an environment that tells you you're not allowed to question your beliefs is an environment that I personally don't want to be in and I don't recommend it for you. Any place... And, and when I look back at this now, it blows my mind that I didn't see through this at the time. But consider the arrogance of a statement that 
we are so confident in what we believe that we take pride in never questioning it. I know what I know is true and I know it so much that I don't even have to question it. That what I know is beyond questioning. But guys, beyond questioning doesn't mean that you skip the questions. (laughs) Beyond questioning means it passed all the questions. It means it held up to all the questions. And you can make any part of your life better by adding more truth to it. And you can add truth to any part of your life by asking questions and figuring out what's not true and what is. And gleaning out what's not true with the chaff and adding in more of what is. Anytime you can add truth to your life, your life will get better. I guarantee it. And one way to add truth to your life is by realizing what parts of it aren't working for you. This is the important thing I'm trying to tell you. It's up to you. It's no one else's job. Your life is your responsibility. You are God trying to figure out who God is. You are trying, you are God living your life through your eyes to find out what it's like. But with that, you have the curiosity of God. And with that, you have the creative power of God. You just don't know it and you don't believe it. And because you don't believe it, it's not accessible to you. If you were to believe that, you would be shocked at the magic that would happen in your life. But what it comes down to, what I just said, it it comes down to you. You are the person in charge of your life. It's no one else's fault. It's no one else's responsibility. And it's not your fault or it's you are not the victim if someone else does something that affects you. You may be affected by that, but my friend, you had a part in that too. You can get mad at me for saying that because people have and they do, but I still believe it's true. It was hard for me to understand that at first. It's really, really hard. And that's one of the biggest problems that people have with the law of attraction is acknowledging that this is about you, that you are the number one person in your life and that you are the number one manifester in your life. And if things are going on in your life that you like or don't like, you have yourself to thank for that. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't combined manifestations because this earth earth itself and the air we breathe is a combined manifestation. It's something that all of us, because we agree together, created. And that's pretty cool. So that's an example of a combined manifestation. Also, community, the people around you, situational things like that, that involve other people. If it involves other people, it's a co-manifestation. And then you do have other people influencing it. But ultimately, what happens to you, what comes back to you is up to you. That's scary. That can be hard. But guys, that's how you fix it. That's how you make your life better. No one else can walk in your life and wave their magic wand and make your life better. No one else's magic wand works in your life. Okay, it does a little bit. But you are the one who has ultimate control. You are the one who makes the choices that brings you happiness. And if you're seeing patterns that are causing you unhappiness, look at those patterns. My son said to me the other day, if one thing happens, it's a coincidence. Two things happen, it's data. I love that because I see patterns. And if I have a bad day at work, it's a bad day at work. If I have two bad days at work, that's really uncommon for me. 
I tend to have very good days at work. So if, some, if I have a bad day at work, I pay attention to what's going on in my vibration that day. If I have two bad days at work, I pay really close attention to see what similar things were going on in my vibration both of those days and what do I need to do to fix it. I don't wait for my boss to give me feedback that I'm being cranky at work three months down the road. I realize right now that this isn't what I want. I look at it and I decide to change it. That sounds so simple that you're not going to believe me, but that's how you do it. And then here's how you continue to change it. I talked about this last week is you're going to get the universe gives you vibrational tasting spoons. This is what you're vibrating at right now. This is what you're receiving right now. And you can take that and take a taste of that spoon and say, I like this. I don't like this both. I like this flavor in it. I don't like this flavor in it. Universe, take it back, fix it. And it will. And keep trading up. If it's houses that you're trying to buy and you don't like the one that you find yet, keep going, keep going, keep going. Tell the universe what you like, what you don't like, and keep looking. If it's people that you're dating, you like this person, but it ends up not working, don't worry, because the universe was giving you a, a tasting spoon to find out what you liked, what you didn't like, to make sure that you hadn't changed your mind since the last time you asked. And then it gives you the opportunity to trade up. So when you're manifesting things and it's, almost what you want. Or it's kind of what you want, but it's not exactly what you want. Don't be upset. Get excited about that because that means that the universe is getting you closer to the thing that you are manifesting, the thing that it is bringing you. And what's important along that is that while the universe is raising the vibration of the thing that it is bringing to you, you must raise your vibration to be a thing to match that. Meaning if you want to be in a relationship with someone who's in control of their emotions and can have a calm conversation, you need to be in control of your emotions and have a calm conversation. You can't ask for something that you're not. The universe gives you exactly what you are. So if you don't like what you're getting, self-evaluate. There's no study like a self-study. The only way to know if something is true for you is to try it out yourself. And chances are, if you're listening to me, you already have some semblance of belief in the things that I talk about because if you didn't you probably wouldn't waste your time listening to this because the first time I heard this stuff it sounded crazy to me and I fully believe me I fully acknowledge that there are times when I talk about these things that it uh, at surface level may not sound reasonable and logical but listen to me long enough and I'll explain to you how it is If you want your life to be better, it's up to you to question yourself. The best study is a self-study. You have a voice inside that will speak to you, that will give you answers. And you have the opportunity to try things and find out what works. Several years ago, probably 13, 14 years ago, I drank a lot of diet soda. And I heard that aspartame had, was bad for you. But how do you know? You hear a lot of things. I also heard aspartame was fine. I heard it was good. How do I know? And I decided the only way that I could know was by going off of aspartame and finding out what happened. So I did. And within two weeks, I gave up all of my diet soda and all of my diet waters and anything I had that had aspartame in it. Because after two weeks, 
I felt enough change in my body, actually, in less than one week. I felt enough of a change in my body that I knew that that was a chemical that I no longer wanted in it. I, just because that's true for me doesn't mean it's true for you. NutraSweet might be just fine. You might be on your third two liter of, of Diet Cherry Coke today, and if you are, I'm happy for you. I'm not going to tell you it's bad for you. I don't know that it's bad for you. I just know that my body didn't like it. But it took me deciding I didn't like some of the ways my body was feeling and desiring a change and evaluating what I was putting into my body that might be affecting that and then making a change. And as I did that, I literally changed the vibration of my body and I made my body healthier. But it took me evaluating it myself. This can be really scary it can be really hard to look at the parts of your life that you don't lo like because it means taking accountability. And taking accountability can be hard. Taking accountability sometimes means being embarrassed. Sometimes it means apologizing. Sometimes it means eating crow, and I hate that. But when you have that accountability, it gives you so much power. If you have ever felt disempowered in your life, it's probably because you are giving away your power by thinking that everything in your life happens because of someone else. You are the most powerful person in your life. You can be empowered in your life by recognizing that you are the most powerful person in your life and that how your life plays out is up to you. And if you don't like it, it's up to you to question yourself. I recommend you to question your actions, question your thoughts, question your beliefs. Now, thoughts lead to beliefs, which lead to actions. So please question at any step along that way that you feel appropriate. But your thoughts lead to judgments about yourself, about others, about things. And those judgments lead to beliefs. And those beliefs lead to actions. And those actions result in your life show those actions show results in your life and if you want good good results get better actions another key here guys is emotion it's very emotion dispels logic emotion dispels logic you can have the most logical and reasonable thing you can have the greatest dream. You can have the greatest idea. And if you let your emotion get in the way, it can kill it. The reason that people are afraid to self-evaluate is because they're afraid of even being embarrassed to themselves, even being embarrassed in their own minds. Because it's just more proof that that little voice in your head is right and that you're a piece of crap, right? Well, that little voice is lying. You deserve better things, and you can have better things. Your biggest step, your biggest, biggest step here might be learning to question yourself, your thoughts, beliefs, and your actions without criticizing yourself emotionally, without breaking yourself down emotionally, without putting yourself down, and without letting your emotions get out of hand. Emotions are a beautiful thing. They're a wonderful thing. 
but we let them control us. And when they control us, they control our lives instead of us controlling our lives. So emotional maturity is also one of the greatest skills that you can gain if you want to become a master manifester. Emotional maturity and listening to the voice inside. And then be willing to listen to yourself, question yourself. I'm Della, that's my time. I hope that helped for you today. I love you guys and I will talk to you again next week. Again, I'm no better than anyone else, but no one is better than me. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show. Participate in the conversation.